Previously on the Fantastic Worlds podcast. Pippa does that thing where she just slowly turns her head around to look back at Bayani. I think Argentea's face also <laughs> slowly swivels to like stare at Bayani. It's like, excuse me? That is an excellent perception, and it's a good thing that she rolled that high because it was a 32 to to recognize the creature. So you see see Argentea moving probably about 10 feet in front of you all at that time, and about 30 feet from the bramble, she stops, and you hear this... Manette just reaches out, and she kind of shrugs, like, I don't... I don't have anything to do. So she shifts her shield onto her shoulder and then grabs Abraxas' crossbow that he's not <laughs> using. Pippa, Pippa will approach up to where Abraxas is and hand him. Like, she'll slip him ten gold. <laughs> <laughs> had, a, had a bet to see if I was a talking cat, did you? You don't know us. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> You can. Uh, I'm sorry. I tried to hold it back as much as possible. Oh, no. oh, oh shit! And you feel this. Ah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Logan playing Bayani, you know, the everyone's lovable himbo. Himbo. Man, piece of man meat. And I am so excited to talk about this new endeavor, essentially, that we are going to be debuting here at Fantastic Worlds Productions. We, the FWE crew, are debuting an extra special segment that we are calling The Indie Road Trip. What this will be is an exploration of indie TTRPGs on Twitch that will be ongoing for a set amount of weeks. And we've been kind of throwing this idea around for a while, and I'm so excited that this is finally coming to fruition because we're also going to be including special guests. And the first indie TTRPG that we're going to be playing is Thirsty Sword Lesbians, created by April Kit Walsh. And extra, extra exciting is we will be joined by two of the hosts of the actual play Pathfinder podcast, Gaze and Goblets, Aubrey and Tick. I'm so excited. I did session zero with them. They cannot be more excited. So this indie road trip will be kicking off. uh, So join us every Thursday, starting this Thursday, July 15th. It will run for five weeks on our FWP Twitch account, which is twitch.tv slash fantasticworldspod, starting at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as we delve into the original setting, The World of Harmony. It's a setting that I myself have created from scratch. I'm very excited for everyone to experience it. It is a music-focused fictional MMORPG, and that is a lot. Get ready for it. So join me, Logan, as your thirst master into this new exciting endeavor, the Indie Road Trip. You couldn't see it, but I put my arm out. Like, the more you know. You just needed that whole thing. 
And as always, I, you know, we here at the FWP crew, we just really want to one, ask for more money from our Patreon. So that would be fantasticworlds.cash. But really, truly, honestly, it's world travelers like you that makes this possible for us to try out these new and exciting things. If we didn't have support, we wouldn't, you know, be able to play around and get new systems and try out new things and meet new people and expand and grow. So thank you to those of you who are patrons. Thank you to those of you who will be patrons. And thank you to all of you who are just listening and enjoying what we make for you week after week after week. And on that note, I hope you enjoy episode 106, Great Row of Butts. How is everyone feeling about the cat? Argentea just seems like she needs a little TLC. How does everyone feel about Argentea? <laughs> well, Bayani obviously loves Argentea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Bayani has glommed onto that cat. Like he, he called himself her Kuya, which uh, means big brother in uh-huh. Filipino culture. Oh. So he is the Kuya. Pippa is the Ate. Manette's the babe. And Abraxas is the second babe. <laughs> Who can't cook, according to Bayani. <laughs> Cannot cook. Or, 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 or cooks too fussily. I'm looking at our thirst notes here on uh, Google Word or Google Doc. I have It says, meat reserves down 80%. Like they had to, had to go into the good stuff, had to go into the meat larder, his little backpack. He's got to ration that out. Well, Bayani's not impressed. <laughs> but how does Abraxas feel about Argentea? I feel like you've spent the most time um, besides Pippa. How are you feeling about the cat with Pippa's face? It's true. Yeah. It still creeps them out. It's <laughs> a creepy thing. It's not a natural animal. I don't know. Is it an aberration? Is it just a magical animal? Is it a magical construct? I. It's a magical construct. Oh, it's a construct. <laughs> it's okay. super weird. I always forget what it is. <laughs> he acknowledges that it exists and will put out a bowl of food for it. But for the most <laughs> part, he will just not make eye contact and do. <laughs> Overall, just gives him the heebie-jeebies. Plus, it has Pippa's face. So that's like an extra, like, the. I have a question for Pippa then, uh-huh. because Abraxas puts out the food. Do you have to cut up the food for Argentea because she doesn't have the ability to cut it up herself, but she has human teeth? <laughs> <laughs> that is an excellent question that I had not considered myself. <laughs> I think Abraxas probably cuts the food up for her already. I could pre-chew it like mm. a baby bird. Do you baby bird Argentina? I do not. The fans not. want to know. And the fans now <laughs> definitively know that Pippa does not baby bird <laughs> the cat with her face. Um, I don't like I don't like that. Nope. I don't like that image. <laughs> that's that's not to say that she won't someday as they grow closer. <laughs> um I don't want to see Pippa's face. T- moving Bra- towards ba- Pippa's face, baby birding itself, uh-huh. baby birding itself. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's I just so don't know about that. I just <laughs> don't know about that. I, you I, know, hmm. All hmm. I know is I want to find whoever created this migrus locker idea and shake their hands because it has been the most my most favorite item in any game of oh, all it's, time. It's wonderful. It's, it's truly great. a delight. <laughs> yeah, 
It's ex- it's just it's extremely interesting and cool. <gasps> Can you imagine if Bayani was part of the team then, and he got the Migris Locker, and it was just <laughs> a little Bayani? Oh, stop, I'm a cat. <laughs> <laughs> now i'm kind of wishing that had happened i think anybody it would have been funny had it happened to anybody except for andromeda because that just seems too on the nose yeah. but it would be fun. it would be hilarious to see a little minette a little abraxas you know mm. what if he was in hybrid form and it had like a little oh, wolfy yeah. face <laughs> that would, that face would be the least disturbing out of any uh, of them, if it, if it was an animal with an, a, with another animal's fit head, animal's yeah, face. but it would be furry face and bald naked <gasps> body. That would make yeah, that's weird what I'm looking. saying. That's what I'm saying. That's true. But that kind of reminds me of those like little what, uh, Chinese crested dogs the the ones that are like mostly hairless, but they have like a full oh, head of hair. Yeah, yeah on them uh, i was thinking <laughs> in that case it would be funny if it actually changed its face every time abraxas changed form so when abraxas was in human form, form it had a human <gasps> face when abraxas turned into a wolf it would have a wolf face and hybrid it would have a hybrid face that would be fun and equally disturbing <laughs> oh man I, I could see abraxas just changing form constantly just to watch it change form too. <laughs> <laughs> nope he'd be like no I don't like this thing. <laughs> you stay here. How does Minette feel about Argentea? Yeah, she Minette has been around the block. She's she's unfazed. She mostly <laughs> she's amused because Bayani has both made such a big deal about it and also uh is now treating it like his little 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 niece or whatever. Um <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she is both tickled by Bayani's bond with it and uh, mostly just also loves making fun of or get, not making fun of, but giving Pippa a hard time. And yeah. that this has provided her <laughs> such good ammo. So that's uh, as far as her interest in Argentea goes. She also sees her as a tactical thing. You know, she's useful. So fantastic oh, she's all gonna the better on it. <laughs> i just have a question for you all how many episodes do you think it will take for bayani to get a baby bjorn to put Argentea in while they're going around uh two i give it literally two. as soon as possible <laughs> <laughs> i think i even said that last time mm-hmm. was you that did. he will you eventually have a baby bjorn, baby bjorn. Yeah. <laughs> So that Argentina can ride into battle strapped I, to his chest. My guess is the next time we camp for the night, Bayani will construct one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gonna, you're giving him too much credit. He'll have to buy one. Oh, okay. Then we get to town. <laughs> He's yeah. going to magically change the Migris locker into a Migris Bjorn. And <gasps> whenever it dies, it like it will like it's like a kangaroo pouch. He opens up and you see this cat chewing on itself. You're just gonna get a scene. You're just gonna get a scene of Bayani turning around, hands over the Migris box over his belly, saying, "Pippa, it's kicking." (laughs) Oh my lord! (laughs) No! (laughs) This is happening. This is happening. It will happen. What? I don't want. Predicted. Predicted. 
cold shot. I can feel her scratching against the box. <laughs> that's that's nice. Well, speaking of kitties, let's move on to another kitty cat that is in on the scene currently. Another disturbing cat for totally different reasons. <laughs> yes. Savette gazed up at her master with pride. Master? No, master was the wrong word. She was a master to no one. Partner. Yes, partner is the correct term. Despite her best efforts, a small purr escaped, showing her affection for Yella Zavetta. One hundred years had been a long time on the throne. Her friend had aged a bit, but now it was time for her to move to the next step and become a crone and retire with her mother, Baba Yaga. Yella Zavetta was such an obedient child. Not once did she believe the rumors that her mom would harm her. She was going to take her on a journey. Maybe she would finally see all of her sisters once more. Well, my daughter, you have done well in my absence. Come, let us go to the next league of your adventure. It's time to pay you back for all of your hard work. Baba Yaga and Yelizaveta started walking down a long hallway. The walls were shaped like an old log cabin. Savette followed behind, but kept her distance. A mistake she soon regretted as they entered the room and the door slammed right in her face. Oh, maybe they need some one-on-one time, Savette thought. Well, I might as well explore while I wait. Savette began her journey down the long hallway, eventually arriving where she started. Maybe she should just wait by the door, the long-haired cat thought. So she waited, and waited, and waited. And as cats do, she soon found herself napping in wait. Eventually, Savette woke up to a warm light upon her for her. The warmth felt good. Savette opened her eyes to find herself in a massive garden. Almost immediately, she felt her stomach rumble. Well, can't do much on an empty stomach. Dismissing the change of scenery and even the location of Yelizaveta, the old cat jumped to take action. It did not take her long to spy a few small rodents running across the field. Hunting a meal was one of the few times Savette allowed her wild feline instincts to take over. Her skills, while not used in a while, had not been lost on her. Once spotted, she got down low and began to hunt her prey. Soon, she proudly held a mouse in her mouth, trotting out of the nearby bushes to celebrate her win. She hopped up on a large stump in the middle of the field and began to feast. She was not halfway through her meal when she felt a sudden, awful pain, as if her soul was being torn in two. A small tear shed from her feline eyes as she realized the pain she felt probably met the worst for her friend. Yelizaveta was gone. The pain was awful. It felt as if a piece of her had gone. That was when it decided to strike. Sensing the strong cat's moment of weakness, the living stump took action. Vine-like filaments shot out towards Savette, embedding itself under the cat's skin and quickly moving towards its brain in an attempt to take control. This creature, this wolf in sheep's clothing, had to move quickly or else it might lose its prey. So it did just that. Savette feeling darkness creeping in as it lost control of its own body. This thing meant for her to become its puppet. No, I am Savette, companion of Yelizaveta, the 13th queen of Irisin, and I will not let you win this day. The odd tendrils grew a luminous purple as the witch's cat fought back. The creature howled in frustration as Savette 
used its own power against this so-called wolf's in sheath clothing. The tides were turned and Savet could feel the creature's fight coming to an end. It was a wild being for the most part, but it let out one last final inintelligible wail. Ian, even though Savet could not understand when it spoke its language, she knew what it was saying. You can't put up this fight forever. Savet knew this to be true, but that was a problem for another day. At least for right now, she stood up, stretched, walked in a circle a few times at the top of the stump and laid back down to sleep, enjoying the warm sun, mourning the loss of her best friend and dreaming of turning Baba Yaga into a mouse that she could hunt. So when we last left you all, Savet had finally lost the battle, a very long battle, because it's been at least a hundred years since Yelavet zaveta has gone. So you understand this cat's been here for a while. Though it tried its most, the wolf in sheep's clothing has won its day. You see it lose control as the stump grows this wide mouth and starts to get ready to attack. So Aww. I need you all to roll for initiative. You're right. You did make it sadder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got shades of Futurama at the beginning. And then it just got worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a practice, what'd you get? I have an 18. Not bad. Pippa? Oh, I got an 8. Oh. Ooh. Pippa's starting out strong, y'all. Uh, Argentea is not on here, so skip that one because Argentea goes when Pippa goes. Bayani? Uh, Bayani got a 21. Oh, uh, Manette? 13. Such a strong start for Manette. It would have been an 18 if I was in drama, though, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> they didn't have to start strong. They end strong. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't start this, but I'm going to finish it. Abraxas and Manette, you get attacked with three separate tentacles. And Bayani, you get attacked with two as they all come flying out towards all of you. So Ooh, with eight yummy. attacks. Whip, whap, whip. So Abraxas, uh, the first one is a... 26. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a hit. Okay, that one will hit. And that one will hit. So that is three hits on you. Uh. And then Manette, natural 20. It's always on me. <laughs> oh, oh I, swear, I swear Manette attracts the natural 20. Does a 24 confirm? No. no. Okay, so just a hit. So there's one hit. <laughs> 26 hit no and that doesn't hit so one hit on manette yeah yeah, yeah finally <laughs> it's been so long it's been so long <laughs> i played manette and like last time i played her she was getting hit left and right now it's finally finally noise <laughs> noise natural 20 on bionni for the first hit let's see if it confirms no. you bitch <laughs> does a 26 hit bionni it hits that's one oh, hit no. and one miss. So let's start with Abraxas first off. Oh, I wish I could do anything to help either of you. Hold on, let me see. Well, luckily these don't do a lot of damage. Worried about the crit card. <laughs> Not the damage. Yeah. 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 Oh, I found the crit cards and... But then I put them away again. <laughs> I remember being excited going, that's where they went. And then I think I put him back in the same spot. 
Abraxas, you take 18 points of damage, and I need Ugh. you to Ouch. and I need to roll a CMD check. Uh, does a 24 beat your CMD? Ooh, exactly. Okay, exactly so Abraxas is constricted, and we will come back to that. As that happens, Abraxas is in human form. His hair's brilliant white, and it starts going up kind of Goku style. <laughs> and uh, a cold starts creeping along the vines. I'm casting Liberating Command, which is an immediate Ooh. action, which means I could use it on your turn. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. That gives me a plus 12 to my escaping. Uh-huh. All right. So what that's good. So what you get for there for your escape roll? That would be a 26. Okay, so you barely bust through. So what you see is the vines wrap around you. The spell freezes the vines and they just break off and uh, the vines pull back. Not today, Asmodeus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Manette, you take six points of damage. Owie. You also have a grapple, which I rolled much higher on your grapple. So you need be a 35 CMD. Yeah, ha, ha. I am not. That is not happening. No, but okay. <laughs> so you got me. <laughs> okay, and with that grapple, he, get, they, he gets an additional squeeze. And this, I don't have to roll for this. I just get to do damage, which is another ten points of damage. Bayani, I need a critical hit card. This one's horrible. I mean, oh. click, click again. It's called Throne Slash. Normal oh. damage and two basics bleed. Target cannot talk or breathe while bleeding. Ooh. Oh, crap. Or breathe? Yeah. What the hell? That means you suffer the rounds of suffocation. I think it's like you can breathe, you can hold your breath for whatever your con is. And then after that, you start, you basically fall unconscious. And then I think you die pretty quickly after that. <laughs> okay. That is 16 points of physical damage. And I rolled a six and five for my bleed. So on the near your turn, you will take 11 points of bleed damage. And I need to roll to see if you are grappled. And then I'm suffocating. Oh, God. Yeah. Does a 23 beat your CMD? It does not. You might have slashed his throat, but he rips those vines away. All right. <laughs> and that ends its turn in its brutal first turn. Bayani, you're up. Well... You have successfully ruined everything I wanted to do. Uh, <laughs> let me take 11 points of bleed damage first. Yikes. Uh, excuse me while I take 11 yeah. points of bleed. <laughs> Hold, please. Okay. Just choke a little bit. How are you feeling about taking that no that, uh, that extra non-lethal to make your, your jump flex earlier? <laughs> you know, it's fine because unless there's something I'm misreading about non-lethal, non-lethal doesn't do anything to me until I hit my HP and non-lethal. When you hit your non-lethal equals your lethal, so if you have you know, 70 hit points left, you have to hit 70 points of non-lethal to do it. But the more your hit points go down, it's the more it's easier for the non-lethal to, to sneak to up match your... Yeah. yeah, so I'm closer to that now, because I have 36 non-lethal damage to passing out, I guess, but for right now, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have no idea what I'm going to do now. How rude of you. <laughs> um, Dustin's a very rude I had, man. I think we're all in agreement. I had this whole thing. I was going to do this and that. And now I'm suffocating. <laughs> Fiani, welcome to the big leagues. <laughs> okay. So 
what he's going to do is he's just going to power through it and he begins to gather energy. Uh, sorry, gather power is the exact term. And so you see this whipping of wind and the cracks forming in his skin. So I'm using my move action to reduce the burn of uh, one of my kineticist attacks. And then I'm going to whip out with an earth blast shooting out towards you. And with my burn for free that the gather power does, I'm going to empower it for free. Normally that would cost one burn. So I'm negating it by gathering power and not moving. Let's see if, let's see if I hit. Oh, I think I hit you. Natural 18 plus 14 for 32. That definitely hits. Wow. Uh, Altogether, Bayani rolled a 57 point slashing damage. Holy bejesus. Uh, Okay, that is a lot of damage. I rolled really well on the 5d6. (laughs) Apparently, because that is a huge chunk of this creature's life. It is still doing fine, but it still hurt. So... Good job there. Does that end Bayani's turn? I'm going to activate my quick runner shirt and I'm going to move away. Also, what did it look like when Bayani attacked? What did it look like? How did it affect the creature? Oh yeah. So it was specifically slashing damage with the earth blast. So I imagine that Bayani had his Mai Tai stance and he kind of slammed his foot to the ground, earthbender style. Nice. But instead of just little rocks and pebbles, he, he brought up these shearing stones from somewhere beneath the earth and he hurled them at the wolves in sheep clothing as he kicked out uh, with a kick. Awesome. Uh, Braxis, but before Braxis's turn, Manette, you feel this pull and you get dragged forward five feet. Ooh, she oh. digs her heels into the ground super hard, but and is sort of straining. Like, I think she's completely leaning back in the vines, like trying to yank on them, but they're just all wrapped around her and she's gritting her teeth. And you see the drag marks. Abraxas, you're up. Your friend's being dragged away to be eaten, possibly. He's going to eat me again. It's always you. <laughs> it's always us, Abraxas. We're always getting eaten. I know. Eat. We're just so delicious. It's, we are uh, delicious. It's such a curse <laughs> and a blessing at the same time. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, gosh. Okay. Let's see. Delicious is playing okay. again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that changes what I was going to do. What does it? Abraxas is going to yell... Drop that paladin, <laughs> and it quickly um, swings over uh, his rifle. He's had such success with it, and you know he's got to keep practicing with it. And he's gonna take a, a measured shot, aims dead center to that thing's gaping maw, and fire. That's a thirty-one touching. Nice. Wait, is that Oh, wow. that's a 20. Okay, so yeah, that's a plus 11. Roll to confirm a touch oh, attack, whoa. Abraxas. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. a 23 oh to God. confirm? A 23 confirm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. If it, was stri- oh. if it was non-touch, it would not confirm, but since it is a touch attack, it of definitely course. confirms. Uh, 
Oh, so nice. So it's good. just so nice. I'm glad this thing got out of retirement. You know, it was collecting enough dust. <laughs> However, the radiant damage does not work on this creature. So Aww. just to give you a heads All up. All right, well, deep hurting. Double damage and target is fatigued. Okay, so that means you're doing triple damage. Well, actually, I think this is a times three gun, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, it's a times four gun. Yes. Okay, so you're doing yes. you're doing you're doing times five damage for this. Oh my god! Seventy-point damage. How much? Seventy seven zero. Wow. Okay, that's the first point of damage. Uh, roll your second attack. Oh, how is this thing still alive after fifty-seven points of damage? It has, a lo- it has a lot of hit points. What? Well, thank goodness. I am so that is glad. Over, that's almost one thirty. Gunslinger, oh. gunslinger class is so broken in the best so broken. Angel took one level of gunslinger. Level. He took one level. <laughs> yep. Let's do we a all, full we all learned the class. Yes. All of us go around. We're just gunslingers <laughs> now. Like, yeah. One level we're a piece. party of mages. Now it's a party of gunslingers. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and like take one the leadership cleric. feat. <laughs> that, that carries all the bullets. That's their job. They heal, and they have back many backpacks of holding, and they're just full of they're the cartridges. That's all they do. Oh, and they're a mixed class. It's cleric who shoots yeah. the gun to heal. So you take a little bit of Exa- damage. That's exactly what I was thinking. Nice. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, you're okay, wounded. Cool. The next Pew! shot, he's <laughs> Abraxas is surprised just as the last time of the amount of power this thing has, oh and God. luckily his claws are dug into the earth. But privately, he's like, "Oh damn!" <laughs> so they just <laughs> this uh, is the next one. Okay, he levels the rifle again and unloads one more time. For a 23 touch attack. Oh, why did I let you play a gunslinger? That is a hit. Yes. Roll your damage. <laughs> I thought that you learned your lesson the last time around with letting someone play a gunslinger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that second shot is going to be 15 points coming straight to that bark. All right. <laughs> that is a. You know, you know, you guys started out with a pretty devastating attack, and you gave it right back. You see this sap leaking all over from this tree, and you see you see the the cat like puppet creature just kind of hanging there limply as it losing its juice, basically. Oh, before I end my turn, Bayani and I have similar tastes in fashion accoutrement. So, Abraxas also activates his quick runner shirt to nice. use a move action to beast up. So now, <laughs> hybrid form. I'm going to beast you up. I'm going to beast you up. <laughs> so good and then I guess I can end my turn, so I suppose. Okay. Manette, you are grappled and it is your turn. What are you going to do? Well, Manette has several options here, but she, as usual, is not really concerned about herself and turns and with her scimitar hand extended the gem of Kepri activates and Bayani is going to receive some hit points 
with my because it's the only it's one of the thing the few things I can do while grappled other than uh-huh. try to escape. So supernatural actions it is. <laughs> oh, classic Manette. <laughs> Saving others. <laughs> what a hero. I have, I have not done a lay on hands in forever and a half. It has been a long mm. time. And that should stop your bleed, I believe. So you get 14 hit yes. points back and you're it, as the divine light of Kepri extends from me to you. Bionni's throat was slit, right? And his blood, I imagine, is this rust color. And the mm. and the slash magically heals itself up. And the first thing he just screams out is, Babe, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she literally, she just winks and then is like slightly dragged further along on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Even when she's getting sucked into a carnivorous tree trunk, Manette is always thinking of others. She's a flirt. What a baddie. What a baddie. Um, She is a baddie. (laughs) I think that's all I can do, even though it's a a swift action. Don't have escape artist, so I, yeah, I guess I'll make my... So you're going to be your CMB versus my CMD, I believe, because we're both yes. grappled each other. Go and roll your CMB if you want. All right, I'll try. <laughs> I don't I don't have much confidence in this going well. Let's see. <laughs> 20. <laughs> yeah, you do not bust three, unfortunately. So does that end Manette's turn? Yep. It just squeezes harder. Uh Ugh. She looks suave as ever. (laughs) (laughs) I could just imagine, like, like, she's got two of her hands crossed behind her head on the ground. It's just kind of slowly dragging her. (laughs) She's chill. (laughs) That's almost the vibe. Like, she's kind of, it's almost like she's in a hammock of vines and and kind of... (laughs) Her arms, she's, like, wrapping her arms, like, inside, actually wrapping them back and trying to, like, yank them to almost to try and, like, pull them free from the stump um, to hurt it. But, I mean, that's not working, obviously, but it's like she's wrapping her it around her forearm. It looks cool. It looks super badass, but <laughs> yeah. it's definitely not working. Uh, you know you know the old Popeye cartoons when he squeezes the hand, can and the... The spinach goes up to the air and he, he swallows it. Like, well, he's usually grappled by chain or something. That's basically what I see happening now is he's just trying to squeeze the, the tin can of, of Manette's armor to squeeze out Manette. Uh, is no. basically what it's like. Stay off of me. Pippa, it's your turn. What are you going to do? Your, your, one of your best friends is getting pulled in to be chewed on by a stump. And she looks absolutely suave about it as it's happening <laughs> um her hair is perfect flawless <laughs> but it's still it's still worrisome it's still worrisome and and it would be upsetting if the day pippa got her best friend back was also the day that she officially got died by got died officially <laughs> if she officially died via something trying to eat her it just happens to manette all the time <laughs> And and so Pippa's gonna break out one of uh, some, something special. It's 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 just you know it's a, it's a yes. little little scorching ray. It's it's a oh, it's noise. it's something she's used before, but with level mm-hmm. nine, I am now an official seventh level caster, which means I get two rays. Yes. I get two. Ooh. 
Roll that ranged touch attack. That is a 27 range touch. (laughs) The first one hits. Because the vines are what's actively dragging her. Pippa tries to sear them off with her. Okay. With the first ray. 16 points of fire damage for the first first ray. Papa. That vine is on fire and it is slowly moving towards both Manette and the tree. Okay. Let's see how we do with ray number two. I rolled a 16 again, so that's going to be another 27 <laughs> range touch. You. <laughs> okay, roll that damage. Burn, baby. Burn. Burn, baby, burn. Um, that's going to be 20 points of damage, including the suit bonus. Ooh. It is not looking good, but it is on God, fire. Die. <laughs> it's taken massive amount of damage. It is still up, and it is its turn. <laughs> this is my. These are my ray sounds that I'm trying to make. <laughs> I like oh, him. I thought you were being like RoboCop, like Robo. I thought you were a vacuum. Nope. <laughs> nope, that was me trying to make laser sounds. That's what I heard, Abby. That's that's hey, what I Angel. pictured. I saw the beam. I saw the beam in my mind. <laughs> first things first is going to try to maintain the grapple on Manette. Manette does a thirty-four. Maintain your the grapple. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Hey, Manette, does a 34 maintain? <laughs> Sorry, I haven't done it in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I was due for one. Yeah, it's except, been a while. You know, now we are at a time where a 34 might actually not hit sometimes. So That's uh, true. We're getting high enough. <laughs> I guess. I guess. That's, I guess that's true. I'll give you that one. First thing, Manette, I need you to roll me a will save. <sighs> Jesus. All right. 23. Uh, that is a fail. Oh, sh- you take negative oh. four to all of your ability, all your rolls, basically. And right. with with that, all of a sudden, you feel the tentacles crawl under your skin. Uh, I need you to roll me a fortitude uh, save. No, no, yeah. take it back. Ew. Oh, no, it's trying to take you over. 31. Okay. Wow, even with the minus four? Yeah, dog. Okay, well, you lucked out. Because what you felt like it was trying to implant eggs into you. Ah, Ew. Shut Ew. up. Take it back. Kill <laughs> it. And that ends its turn. Bayani, you are up. Barf. Blah! No. <laughs> no. No of a position. <laughs> Not in my uh, show. <laughs> Bionni sees his best babe being dragged to this wolf in sheep's clothing he cries out Manette I got you and he starts <laughs> gathering power again and he whips out another earth blast that is empowered this time with his full range he does a little spin kick in the air and slams down his fists into the ground as they burst up even more of that sharp, sharp stone and it, as it flies towards this creature. So 29 to hit. A 29 will hit. Just barely. Yes. Just barely, but I hit. Okay. Wow, just barely? Ow. 19? Oh, this, darn. this thing needs to die. Okay, so 5d6. Mm-hmm. And then I'm empowering it, so I get to add the 15 again. 55 points of slashing damage. What does it do when you slash this log in half? Oh, yeah, Bayani. I think the stones just cut it up 
Dragon Ball Z Frieza yes. style when Frieza gets cut up by, I believe Trunks cuts Frieza. Oh no, I'm thinking of Cell. Whatever. Anime style cut up into just shreds, ribbons as Bionni reels his hands up from the earth and says, Yeah! <laughs> yes! And then he lopes over to Manette and he rips off the vines and he holds out a a paw of a hand. He goes, up and at him, babe. She takes she takes his hand and, and uh, gives him one of those like kind of like bro handshakes, like hell yeah, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like that was awesome. They definitely do the straight guy hug where they grab the yes. hand and they both pat the back twice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Pat the back twice, heck yes! <laughs> and while while we're doing that, Manette once again uh, pats your back and gives you more hit points. How how far down are you right now? I'm only down seven. Yeah, she's slapping hands on your back, and you get back. You get fifteen hit points back, and you also see as Manette is doing that. And this happened earlier, but it was harder to see because she was wrapped up in vines. That that some of that light that leaves her comes back into her as well, and she is also healed up a little bit. That's just one of my special nice. ability things. Nice. I get healed when I heal others. Cool. So, <laughs> as you all are healing up and checking on each other's wounds, I, I'm assuming at some point. point Peppa goes up, make sure everything's okay and everything's going. And then all of a sudden you look and on top of the sump, you see Argentea looking at the body of Savette. And as she touches it, you all, you hear Argentea speak up, which is odd because she's never done that. And you hear Savette's Whoa. voice. Thank you so much for freeing me. I was not able to seek justice for my friend Yelizaveta but maybe you can one day take this as a parting gift and you see a a necklace appear around Argentea with a little diamond on it and uh, and then nothing Pippa Argentea goes and rubs against you and all of a sudden you pop up 30 feet away from everybody else what? like the form of dimension door (gasps) <gasps> Three times per day, Argentea can send you wherever you want <gasps> on the field with Dimension Door. Yes! Wow. That is awesome. <laughs> sweet. Oh, shit. That is sweet sauce. What's the name of the... Is that an item? Is that what the... No, I'm, I'm creating oh, okay. this. This is another gem artifact that I have created. Uh, nice. That is sweet yeah. sauce. And it only works Argentea. Argentea is the only person, and of course you have control over Argentea, but right. like if you took that and put that necklace and put it on you, it wouldn't work. It only works with Argentea. <laughs> That's, I mean, it works for me. Can she do this with the entire party or just, you. just me? Okay. But Praxis doesn't know what's going on, so he's, is that you or is that an enemy? Who did that? Oh, don't look at me. I imagine we're all on high alert now. Like, Minette has her shield up and her sword out. Like, what what just happened? Pippa comes running back. She's like, I'm pretty sure that was Argentina. I'm pretty sure that was the cat. (laughs) That was you, right? Yeah. Yeah, for my my flavor spellcraft, I got a 22. So I imagine I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Will be a very useful. That's a very useful present. Oh, Pippa, your baby's growing up. She sure is, Bayani. <laughs> yeah. 
She just come here, Argentina. Keeps displaying all kinds of interest in interest in abilities. Lynette is cackling again. One day they're walking. Next day they're talking. Next week they're teleporting you. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they grow up so fast. <laughs> the cool thing is, normally if you cast that spell, it would have uh, tired you out. But ha- using Argentea to do it means you won't be exhausted. This will be very tactically useful. Absolutely, not the Good least job, of which Kitty. I end up finding myself in the shit. You won't have to enter. You won't have to put yourself between me. <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, it's cool. You can look <laughs> at my backside, Auntie Pips. <laughs> and he, and he does and a hip, mine. He does a little hip shake. <laughs> She's uh, just the faintest, the faintest touch of pink in her cheeks. She's like, oh, well, you know, perks and all. <laughs> you have a great row of butts to look at. And Minette smacks up Braxis on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm at just the right hat to appreciate them best. Braxis <laughs> wags his tail happily. Tail tail. <laughs> <laughs> there's the stump. There's the dead. The the now cooked uh, kitty uh, Savette. Uh, she got barbecued thanks to uh, Pippa. And uh, what do y'all want to do? Well, I'm not eating that thing. I don't know where. Yeah, it's that been. doesn't seem like a good idea. Bayani hears that nothing's going to be done with this. His companions are not going to eat the body, so he pulls forth from within himself and he lifts up his arms, and you can see the muscles flexed in his stony skin. And he rips <laughs> apart his arms, and the earth just rips open underneath the carcass of the wolves and sheep's clothing as it falls beneath, and then he claps his hand and just covers it back up and he goes okay Whoa. now no one will worry upon that shit oh right i have brought you back to the main map of the hut and as you can see there really is only one area left to explore uh so yep. what do you all wish to do explore that area <laughs> yeah let's go let's go um this can't be all the world right Bayani, perhaps let uh, Argentea do some scouting. <laughs> he hugs her a little closer. He goes, Pippa's a great parent. She'll, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, you're just, I mean, just use just all the facial twitches in Pippa's just, just, there's just a, there's just a vein throbbing in her cheek every time Argentea is referred to as her child. But she's like, usually, uh, usually scouting isn't what gets Argentea killed. She's really she's very <laughs> stealthy. Oh, she's uh, died before? How'd she die? Well, I mean, it's happened a couple times. Uh-huh. Um, uh, well, that, that previous companion I mentioned to you, mm-hmm. Buon, uh, really, very smart, uh, resourceful man. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and he saw an opportunity to save a uh, save our lives by throwing Argentea at a frost giant. You see Bionni's <laughs> eyes widen in horror and he grips Argentea and kind of like a stuffed animal holds her closer to himself right up against his neck, just pulling her tight and he goes, what? That's not what we're doing monster. now. <laughs> I, 
he was just, Buon was a practical sort of fellow. We're not well, going to do I'm that now. I'm glad he's not here right now. Oh my god. Um, Manette is doubled over and she is also hanging on Abraxas's shoulder because she's laughing so hard. <laughs> you actually do see Pippa's face darken just a little bit at that last sentence, be like, right, well, keep that sentiment to yourself, I guess. Please give me give me the cat. Okay, here's yeah. your baby. Uh Bionni senses he's not stupid, stupid. He does sense that something happened. And he mm-hmm. goes, okay. And just he hands Argentea back, and he kind of mumbles to to himself. I'm just saying that was seems like a dick move. But. <laughs> and it clears her throat, and she's like, uh, Bayani, um, that man passed away. So please, with all due respect. Oh. And then she also she touches yeah. her gem. Yeah, she touches her arm where the gem is, and the gem kind of flashes. And then she has kind of a look of pain on her face and then recomposes herself. Oh, that was not cool of me. I'm so sorry. I'll take Pips. And he picks you up into a hug, and he just goes, (laughs) I'm so sorry. That was so not cool of me. (laughs) Her her expression, like, now she's uncomfortable because she's being picked up. But her expression Right into my pecs soften a little bit <laughs> yeah just like her face is just buried in motorboat because half of them are open half is exposed because I am wearing a tunic that's slashed <laughs> Manette and Abraxas can see Pippa's shoulders just like sh- like uh, tighten up and then and then she kind of forces them to relax and sort of reaches up a tiny hand and pats Pats Bayani like on one of his pecs. It's like that's, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. We're it's it's fine. I know you didn't mean it like that, but oh. but put me put me down, please. Okay. We have to we have to finish clearing this area. I was gonna have Bayani just walk away with you, still hugging you. Oh, you but were. I will. But I will put you down. Just <laughs> <laughs> little legs dangling. <laughs> You'll have to tell me about this Buon guy. Sounds like he meant a lot to you. He really did. I acknowledge that that story I just told was not one of the more favorable ones. I'll tell you some nicer stories. As he talks about you having to show you about this Buon guy ever so slightly, you see the opal veins in his chest just glow very slightly. But that's it. Just very slightly. She makes a note to like watch for it in the future. As a thought, just kind of quirks an eyebrow. Manette does say uh, he has a very warm, kind spirit. Tight. All right. So you guys going to head on? Yeah, but sending Argentea ahead. Okay, give me that stealth check. While they're walking, Bionni catches up with Abraxas, and he just looms over him, and he just goes, Nice shooting back there. That was really cool. Right. He, he has the gun out just looking at it. All that practice has been really paying off. The challenge was oh. all waking everybody up, but this thing packs oh. a punch. Yeah, you seem so natural. and like, your form looks so good. Oh, hey. His little ears, little oh. ears are twitching, little a tail wag. Practice, practice, and practice. Man, I wish I had the discipline of you. I don't like practicing at all. 
<laughs> Natural talent or nothing, baby. Sometimes the trick is just um, having that natural cadence, like uh, breathing the pulse of the earth, season shifts. <sighs> I, I I understand the pulse of the earth thing. Yeah, never liked the wind much. It was always cold and irisen. Oh, what's the cold? Ah, uh, he's got a little expression of like, oh yeah, he's missing it already. He's like, oh well, the the cold, the winds, they have their they have their own charm, I suppose. Not for everybody, but different strokes for different folks. Ha, huh, strokes. But always with the fur, never against. That is true. You got you got a, quite a pelt on you there, bro. Again, he wags his tail. Let's keep He's you nice and warm. warm. All right, I've got to, I've got to catch up with Argentea. Uh, give me just a moment. Shifts into wolf form, goes all business again. The um, Adventures of Wolf and Kitty. So that's a twenty-four <laughs> stealth, and he's going to keep about forty. Forty. No, you know what? He's going to do about fifty feet away. You know, not close enough. Is he but... keeping up with Argentea, or is mm-hmm. he? Okay. Yeah, wolf form, about fifty feet away, giving her plenty of room. <clears throat> okay, and then what about uh, Argentea's stealth? Uh, 29. Both of you guys roll me a perception as well. 22. Towering tropical vegetation grows in profusion here, and the canopy of green foliage gives the impression of a leafy ceiling overhead. Thick creepers choke the trees and taller shrubs, reach straining to the reach of the light above. Heavy foliage swarms around both sides of the path, traveling down as you see it diverges to the west, but also straight. Abraxas and Argentea are traveling down the way. Vines shoot out to attack both of you. Roll for initiative. No! Abraxas, what'd you get? I got a 7. Pippa? It's gonna be a 13. Bayani? Um, I got a 26. Manette? (laughs) 12. Rising from beneath the shrubbery on the ground, a twisted trunk clustered with bulbous blossoms holds a gaping mouth ready to swallow a victim whole. Its vines reach out towards Abraxas and Argentea for a surprise attack. First, one of them is going after Argentea with a tentacle. And that is a 33 Okay, yeah, no, you got her. <laughs> you see the vine just wrap around Argentea and rip it into into its mouth and into its belly, and Argentea is gone. She lays a hand on Bayani's calf and goes, so I have some bad news. Good news in the sense that we're all going to get the drop on something. Bad news in the sense that uh-huh. Ar- Argentea is, is dead again. <gasps> all day, Pips. Baby is dead. Those bastards. Not forever. He's not. She'll listening. be back in the morning. Okay. He doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> she turns to Manette and like lets Manette know like what's coming up. Uh, Abraxas. Oh, I'm using my hero point to give you disadvantage before I know the result. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I rolled a twenty. So. <gasps> oh. So let me roll nice. disadvantage. Oh uh, well, it's good. Oh. This it's good thing it was an advantage because my second roll was a natural twenty. So, uh, oh. <laughs> you he you miss the vine reaches out and you just you just fend it off with your shield with no problem, uh, and that ends the surprise round. Bayani, you are up. Uh, your oh. your lovey Argentea has has perished. What are you gonna do? 
Bayani sprints forward his maximum 20 feet because he only has 20 feet of speed. Finally a weakness. (laughs) That's why I had to air jump. But that, but so he gets halfway. So while he's running, he's gathering up air into his fists and he just, he reaches at 20 foot and he punches forward into the air and this bludgeoning force of wind comes shooting from his body. That was a natural 16 plus 14, 30 to hit. 30 will definitely hit. 45 points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. Ooh, yeah. And he's just like screaming. No! No! <laughs> yeah. You see the huge creature take a buffet back a little bit from the, the, the wind and force, but it's still standing and it's still the, the only thing you've got is its attention. And that ends Bayani's turn. It is now time for that creature as well. The creature uh, takes a five foot movement towards Abraxas and no. it's going to bite, but it's going to tentacle, tentacle bite for its. I'm dead. I just the horrifying vision of this giant shambling plant that can, that's just <sighs> moving slowly. So many oddities. Uh The first one is 37 for the bite. <laughs> yep. And the other one is 29. Mm. And the last one hits, and it does get a grapple check with that bite. Does a 32 beat your CMD? Yes. You take 23 points from the tentacles. You take 18 points from the bite, and you are now grappled. And that ends Audrey 3's turn. Tiffa, you are too far away because there is a wall in the way and dense vegetation so you, other than knowing that they're under attack you have no idea what's going on I'd say you could use your dimension door (laughs) Uh, but I can't because the cat got et (laughs) so that's neat Um, I'm just going to have to do this the old fashioned way and I'll do it with a plum (laughs) So Pippa can definitely move faster than Bayani. So she can get to at least where he is, but she, she'd probably run up behind him to about where he stopped and then ducks behind this low stone wall. And, uh, you know, she's going to scorching Ray again, the, the plant beastie that just took a swipe at Braxis. That probably, that yeah, probably doesn't hit. Um, that's a 22. Oh, well, with a range touched, yeah, it's definitely a hit. Oh, great. Okay. Awesome. 12 points of fire damage for the first one. And second ray goes straight into its stupid gaping maw. Has a, has a 15 <laughs> range touch. A 15 range touch hits as well. Really? All right. It's and it's a huge. huge. It's creature. a huge creature. That makes total sense. Okay. 17 more points of fire damage. All right. So just behind this low wall, just these two rays of fire just swoop and out and hit the creature, hit the giant monster. Pew pew. Pew pew. That ends Pippa's turn. Manette, you're back 40 feet. What you going to do? All I can do is start charging in. That's that's Manette's way. 
Manette charges in. So <laughs> she's going to charge in. And she gives Abraxas a look as she begins moving and kind of nods. And then goes like sprinting behind him and using him as a distraction because she sees that he's kind of in the thick of it with this creature. She's going to, you know, hope that it's, uh, that its attention stays on him. Like effectively I'm using our escape route, uh, teamwork feet, but in game it's like, oh, it's, it's focused on you. So I'm going to slide right behind your back and like, kind of keep running around to the other side. I'll snap. I want to be flanking with Abraxas. All right. I'll snap. That's how That's uh, how I'll, I'll distract the best I can. I'm currently in wolf form. Uh, so all oh. four all four leggies just waggling out, uh, just snapping at <laughs> all the vines of any of them come <laughs> towards you. He just creams his neck to like uh, bite and just chew on them. Yeah, she looks a little bit like, ooh, sorry, sorry for making you uh, <laughs> distract for me, but also this is what we got to do technically. <laughs> Hold on, buddy, I gotcha. <laughs> That's all I got. Did a double move. It is the other Moonflower's turn, and it moves forward. Much like Bayani, these creatures move a little slow, so it moves forward 20 feet. And you see itself start to glow brighter and brighter and brighter. And then a pulse of bright light shoots out and hits all of your eyes. Oh, the Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you can't get enough of the FWP crew, we recommend connecting with our fantastic community. You can do so by joining the conversation on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. Want even more of FWP? We produce two other actual play podcasts, Far Beyond the Stars, our space opera featuring the Fly Free or Die Adventure Path, or you can listen to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Greatest Show on Earth, featuring our Pathfinder 2E Extinction Curse Adventure Path. To find out more about that podcast, join today at fantasticworlds.cash. I am Dustin Prime. You can find me at Dustin Alexander on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Abby, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine. This is the poor grappled angel, and you can reach me at Espinoza916. <laughs> uh, this is Jess, Hank the Clank. Do it. And this is Logan. You can find me at Mainman08. Theme song was composed and played by Amy Hawkinson. Thank you, Sirenscape, for using your sound effects and music. If you enjoy the show, do us a favor and help spread the words to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. Till next time, I hope you have many fantastic, light-free adventures. Clong! The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission. 
uh, I go- singed hair. I'm going to pause oh, you sorry. all for a second because I, I I was really hoping you would eat it because if you eat it, it actually has the same effect of putting eggs inside your belly. Ew. Uh, Ew. It, oh, see, it, that was so – that thing was freaky. So um, – It was going to eat me and impregnate me. And- <laughs> we do, this is not no. alien. This is not aliens. We are not Ripley, although we all want to be Ripley. 